0: Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share worship weekly with someone else this week. This week's message is the first part of The Convictions of John. We'll start reading in Second John chapter one verse nine. But first the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church choir with the footprints of Jesus. Father, that's that you might open my heart and my mind. Whatever I preach this morning, that it'll be a blessing to somebody and get somebody saved. Well, will thank you for it now. You bless this in Jesus' sweet name as I make some sermons. Amen. It's a letter to the elect lady and her children. It's talking about them. First well, John, 2 John, 3 John. This is Second John, chapter 1. Second John 1 9. It says, uh, Whosoever transgresseth it and abided not in the doctrine of Christ had not God. He that abided in the doctrine of Christ, he both the Father and the Son. Oh, the of history of John reveals him as a man full of energy, one of the sons, what we call thunder, sons of thunder. Mark 9, 38, naturally vindicated, as shown in Luke 9, 54. He was ambitious, as shown in Mark 10, 35, 37, where he wanted to sit on one side of Jesus. Number one, he met Jesus face-to-face and a transformation ensured. A, he accepted Christ as Savior, not figuratively. But in reality, he knew he was saved. He didn't beat around the bush about John, knew he was saved, knew God had touched him. He knew God was real, and he loved God. He he was called to follow Jesus, and he followed him until his death. Now, to say this, a lot of people don't follow Jesus today like they should. But if you're a Christian, you ought to follow Jesus every day, 360 days seven, five days in a year, 24-7. See, he walked close to Jesus. In, in ten moments when Jesus is his transfiguration, and gets in, he, he walked close to Jesus. And that's what we need to do as Christians. We need to walk close to Jesus. As churches, I've been in a lot of different churches, preached in different denominations. I'm a Baptist, independent, fundamental Baptist. But I, wanted, I was raised Catholic for 31 years when I got saved. But I want to tell you something about this. They walking close to Jesus. If you walk close to Jesus, you'd be a lot greater Christian than not walking close to him. You see, when we get too far from Jesus, we lose our love for him. You've got to live with him and love him. You've got to walk with him daily. When you get up in the morning, you need to pray, talk to Him. When you go to bed at night, you need to pray and talk yourself to sleep with Him. Praying for others because you love others, and we got to learn to love one another. And we just walk when Jesus is close to Him. When you got problems in the family, you need to pray and talk to Jesus. Get close to Him. And when you got, when I was in a church building that church, Junction City, Arkansas. Bible Mammy's church. Listen, I was on my knees all just about every night after I got off work, after I visited made visitation, ate supper, and then went to bed. But I want to tell you something, I was on my knees during the night praying, asking God for some guidance. I'd never built a church before in my life. I was raised Catholic and I come out of college and I was building that church, and then part, a student in the college teachers, tried to tell us how to build a church. And I asked him one morning, "Have you ever built a church?" as you just sit under your brother and glean the blessings. He said, "I always sit under my brother. He built the churches." And I said, "Well, come to Junction City, Arkansas, and I'll show you how God builds a church. So you need to get close to God, stay close to Him, walk with Him every day, talk to Him every day." Sometimes I'm riding down the road. I just start talking to God in my vehicle, tell Him I love Him, tell Him I'm sorry when I mess up, and He knows that, but He still loves me, and I thank God for it. I thank God I got eternal security. I don't have to worry about sinning a little bit and dying and going to hell. I know where I'm going when I die. I'm going to be with Jesus. He's got a match for me, there D He became an ambassador for Christ. John became an ambassador for Christ. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. He became an ambassador for Christ because he loved Christ. And he followed Christ closely and he fellowshiped with Christ. And that's what we need to do. We need to learn to fellowship with Christ daily. If we do, we stop a lot of that problems that we have. And a lot of times we get into sin and we stop it. And in chapter Acts chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible says this, now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. Let me tell you something, brother. He, he stayed in and and uh, I ain't been doing a job. my wife's got LeGarrette disease, and she's she's got restless legs, she don't sleep that good at night, and she don't go to church anymore, she can't really walk, and we've got somebody helping her every week, comes over here and tries to help her work her legs, But I want you to know that she still loves God, and she misses church, and I miss church. I usually stay here with her when my daughter goes back to Junction City, Arkansas. And she sits with us five days a week for a couple of weeks, and then she goes back home with her to her family and her husband. And I appreciate that. Thank God for her. Secondly, John was a man of convictions. John chapter 2, verse 7 through 11, says For many deceivers are entered into the world. Who confess not that Jesus Christ is coming to the flesh. This is a deceiver in the Antichrist. You need to underline verse seven to eleven. Underline it and read it, underline your Bible. And remember when you read it, you'll know it. You've been there before. Look to yourselves, verse eight, that we lose not those things which are we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Verse nine, I read a while ago. Whosoever can transgress and the ground abided not in the doctrine of Christ has not God. He that abided in Christ, doctrine of Christ, he had both the Father and the Son. Verse 10 says, If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God speed. For he that abided, in God's speed, he's partakers of his evil deeds. When Jehovah's Witnesses come to my house, I don't invite them. I talk to them outside, give him scriptures for outside, and let them know that we uh, we believe in Jesus Christ, we believe in hell, and we believe in heaven, and we believe that Jesus come back after us. And you can't beat around the bush about that. He is over here in verse, right beside. Verse 7 to 11 that you read a few minutes ago. I made some little remarks right here. And I said this, false prophets cannot agree on the Trinity in Romans chapter 3, verse 4. In Romans chapter 3, verse 4, they can't agree on the Trinity. And they never will. People don't agree on that Trinity. There's a false prophet. They don't agree with the Trinity a false prophet. And you've got to agree with the the Trinity. I mean, that's simple as ABC. You believe in the Trinity. And we need to believe in the Trinity. Romans chapter 3, verse 4 says this, underline your Bible. God forbid yet let God be true but every man is a liar. And as it is written that thou mightest be justified in thy way sayings and might it overcome when thou art judged you have to believe it you need to believe it a trinity father son holy spirit john was too a man of convictions and we need those convictions we need to, the conviction and salvation by faith first john 4 10. first john four 10. first john, 4, 10. First john 14 here in his love not that we love God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the perpetuation of our sins he's uh he loved us and it's the love that God's got in us and we got we need it's to be all separation every man that had this hope in him purified himself even as he is pure. First John 3 3. 1 John 3 3. 3 3 says this, and every man that had this over him purified himself even as he is pure. Verse 2 says, underline verse 2 and 3, in First John chapter 3, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is, and every man that had this hope in him purified himself, even as he is pure. And so, uh, you need on separation, of man. You need to be pure, separate yourselves. See, John, had convictions on security. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that. You know that we have eternal life. First John five thirteen. Boy, underline that. 1 John five thirteen. Underline that verse scripture. First John five thirteen. You need to underline that verse scripture. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. You need to realize that. You need in verse four underlined in chapter five. For whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Boy, well, is we keep that faith and don't lose it. You need to realize that uh, conviction's, you not know, have conviction on security. 1 John 13. Also, read John 10, 27 through 39. I won't have time to read it right now. John chapter 10, verse 27 through 39. Security. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogue Louisiana, talking to just travelers on the radio. I want to let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.